Milwaukee's 102.9, The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Pojo, Pojo, always last, never frown. Pojo, 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 the clown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Our old friend, Mike Toomey. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning to you guys. Well, uh, when was it, a week or so ago? We we planned on having you on, and there was some little snafu, and things got mixed up, or times got whatever. Well, you you know what happened? I have a a phone here on my desk, and it didn't ring. Like, (laughs) if you call it, it, it just, like, went straight into voicemail, and I'm, like, not smart enough to actually remember uh-huh. Other than wait for the phone ring to remind me. Mm-hmm. So I'll take half the blame. So, of course. My, my bad uh, phone takes the other half. What we do when, mm-hmm. uh, when like, uh, friends of ours, guests like ours, Mike, miss uh, their their spot on the show is we don't talk for some time. <laughs> you know, there's this there's this uh, ice-cold relationship. Like, sure. is everything okay with them? And it's like, I don't know. They, uh, you're supposed to be on me. I don't know what happened. So we've had our cooling down period, and everything's okay now. Yes. I just laid low for a while, and everything blew over. Yes. How are things at WGN, by the way? Things are going well here. There is a buzz in the uh, newsroom this morning. Really? Uh, not really. Oh. This is because the guy, there was a guy who fell asleep in a, a, a plane. He was loading in the, the baggage oh. in Kansas City, and he, yeah. <laughs> he fell asleep <laughs> and then flew all the way to Chicago. Right. He, 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 he woke up in Chicago. Great trip. Yeah. Don't they, yeah. you know, like doctors, instruments, don't they count the baggage handlers before the plane takes off? Probably not. They just kept jamming <laughs> stuff in. Guy wakes up. What if, my only thought is, like, what if you woke up, like, somewhere midway and just decided, like, oh, I fell asleep here, and then he opens it up. <laughs> opens the door. What? <laughs> <laughs> then he got that Wiley Coyote look where he, like, you see right. the look on his face. And he waves and goodbye, blink, blink. Yeah, he's like still for a minute, and then he just falls. I want him to uh, wake up after they land and then not realize he's in a different city until he walks to the terminal, goes to where the coffee is, <laughs> pours some green cleaner in the cup. Look out for the coffee. They work on this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looks around. Kind of sleepy. Uh-huh. the hell? Yeah. So how did he... How did he wind up there? Did he fall asleep? The drunk baggage was he a drunk baggage handler? He was drunk. Okay, he was loading up the plane, and I think he just maybe you know sometimes you do that thing where you close your eyes and then you just kind of <laughs> fall a little further asleep. <laughs> but but you would think that once the plane started taxiing or they closed the doors down there in the uh, in the baggage area in the yeah, cargo the area, engines that are like six inches from the <laughs> How drunk are you? <laughs> right, the jet engines that are hooked right. up to this thing would have woke him up because you can hear those pretty clearly inside the inside passenger the compartment. Right. right, so imagine how loud the wind and <laughs> jet engines are as you're whistling along at what four hundred yeah. miles an hour. And he just yeah. did that thing where he like picks his head up and then just turns over on his side. <laughs> 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 yeah. How long is that flight from Kansas City to Chicago? An hour? I got to figure it can't be more than an hour. Maybe like, yeah, 45 to, <laughs> to an hour. I mean, you're up, you're down. I can see where, boy, I took a little nap. Better get back to work here. Yeah. <laughs> you look around, the, the, the doors open, the bag. 400 miles away. Don't you 
Boy, there's so many questions I'd have. Why are they taking the baggage off? Right. What's and going didn't on? Didn't anybody say, hey, has anybody seen Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last time I saw him, he was taking that suitcase into the jet. So, do you know, um, I'm sure he's in trouble with his employer. I mean, showing up drunk to work, unless you're a comedian, that's completely unacceptable. Right. He is suspended until further notice, until they investigate this. They actually had the FBI question him and everything just to make sure he wasn't trying any funny business. <laughs> no, nope, just sleeping. Yeah, the FBI came in and took a look at this guy and went, no, nah, there's not a problem here. So, there's no threat here. Speaking of, uh, com- it's only acceptable if you're a comedian, and of course I'm joking, Mike. It, it's, <laughs> it's your profession. We're doing it for a gag. Right. Um, <laughs> have you ever worked with anybody who's gotten up on stage, you know, loaded, and you go, oh, this is going to go badly. Oh, a yes. drunk comic? Yeah, drunk comic. What? I worked with a guy who, <laughs> one guy I worked with who couldn't go on stage unless he was under the influence. Yeah. Like, if he didn't have any booze, he wouldn't perform. But I was, I worked with one guy, and the last time I ever saw him perform, he uh, told the same joke about three times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and granted, it was a good one. Yeah. But each time he did it, it got a little less laugh. <laughs> Yeah, but if he kept doing it, it'd get funnier and funnier. Yeah. Until it wasn't funny again. Like, shirt out of his pants and just hands in his pockets. He's like, so what else is going on? And then he did the same joke. (laughs) So that's not what else. That's the same thing that's going on. And no one went up to, no no one went up to rescue him or. No. People were trying, like people were kind of hanging by the stage and then, you know, shining the light, like meaning get off and he wouldn't get off. And it just uh, got weird. But, uh. Eventually, he got done after he told the joke the third time. <laughs> were you emceeing or were you the headliner? Where were you in this lineup? It was one of these shows on top. To make it even worse, it was like a benefit show where they would get like 10 comedians to perform and oh. everybody just goes up and does like, you know, five to 10 minutes. Sure. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of people in the room, you know, just waiting for this guy to not be drunk. On stage anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So there were many comedians after him then. So there was yes. enough to yes, yes, kind of yes. like. Well, I'm surprised those are the only stories you have because you have been been doing this since uh, it's 80. like a, like a huge resurgence when about the time you know you were old enough to get up on stage where comedy clubs were opening around the country. Yeah, the timing was perfect for me. Like I started in '82, and then by like mid '80s, there were everywhere. All you had to do was put up a sign. Right. You know, we have comedy here, and they would sell out. What were some of the names of those places? Do you remember the places that came and went? Like, there was always Giggles and... Giggle Hut, Laugh yeah, Factory. Right. Giggles, Ha Ha's, Ho Ho's, right. Giggle Hut. Yeah. Uh, Looney Bin. <laughs> comedy Barn. Last Stop. So when your parents were saying, oh, well, Mike's comedian, he's actually performing at... What was he's the a, most... What was the most embarrassing... What? He's at the chuckle bin this week. (laughs) (laughs) My parents wouldn't tell anybody that I did this. They were like, I couldn't believe that I was doing this. The chuckle bin. The chuckle bin. Well, where's my mom's favorite line was comedians are a dime a dozen. Yeah. When I was starting out, meaning, you know, you're not, nothing's going to happen here. Yeah. Well, when Brian told his dad he was getting into radio, and this is no joke. Yeah, he thought I was going to fix them. <laughs> he thought what? He thought I was going to repair radios. Oh. Repair them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> so, you know, we've all had our moments with our parents, and I'm sure as parents we've all had our moments with our own kids, too. Like, what? You're going to yeah. what? 
I don't think my mom ever fully got it. I mean, years and years into it, she would like I'd be talking around the phone, and she would tell me that they were hiring at UPS, <laughs> like, which is a big yeah. boost of confidence. Yeah, in your, in well, your it is comedic abilities. It is a mom. large company. It pays well. They have good benefits. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with working at UPS. It's just not what you had in mind, right. ma. Yeah, you'd be on TV. Hey, did you see that show that I did? Yeah, I did. You know, they're hiring at UPS <laughs> for the holidays. Did you have, ever have to sit through? Your mother explaining to other people what what you did or what you were doing. Oh, that's that's very brutal. Yeah, actually, yeah. But she didn't quite understand it, and there were, there would be times where, like you know, when it got to the point where I was on every day, she wouldn't watch it. <laughs> like, wait, why are you not watching this? <laughs> so, whatever. You have, but speaking of doing shows, you have a show coming up. Uh, your Christmas show, it's back, the Mike Toomey yes, Christmas show. it's back. The most fun we have all year doing comedy. And Can we come? At Route 20. Can we come, Mike? God, I sure hope so. Okay, all <laughs> right. We've had so much fun. Remember that one year I showed you guys all those dirty Santa Claus and <laughs> cartoons? We do stuff like that all the time. <laughs> it's a Christmas-themed comedy show. It's a lot of fun. There's yeah. audience participation. If you've ever seen a Playboy in December... There's at least 12 Santa Claus getting late cartoons <laughs> that they look forward to. So, yes, audience participation. Uh, the date is Saturday, November 24th, which is what we always do the Saturday right after Thanksgiving. And you can get tickets at rte20.com. RTE, like the abbreviation for route. Route20.com. And I'll give you the number, 262-898-7900. Mike, you have come so far in the time I've known you. When we first met, there's no way you could have delivered all that information. I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have gone, um, boy, what is it? I, where is it? I don't know. I said, wait, yeah. you guys don't have that? Yeah, right. We're putting on a show, you know. Just come to it. It's kind of cool. And there's like people and stuff. Uh, okay. So that information again, you get your tickets where? At route20.com. So it's rte20.com. Okay. And you want to hear that number again? I do. That number again is 262-898-7900. Awesome. Are standing by. What about Christmas sweaters or Christmas garb this year? We really, really encourage you to wear the, the, the more outrageous, the better. The crazy mm-hmm. Christmas sweaters always welcome. Those are the people who have a better chance of winning the valuable prizes that we give out each year. Right. There, is, there are presents. There are gifts under the tree every year. There's It's, it's a full-blown Christmas show. It, it really is. And I have to tell you about one of the special guests this year. Um, I'm really, really genuinely, truly excited to have him on the show. It is uh, Tim Cavanaugh. Have you guys heard of Tim? Tim Cavanaugh. He's, He's not that Supreme guy. Court justice, right. right? He was the guy who was, like, d- d- drugging all the chicks, right? Yes. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what skill he has yet, but he's going to be there. I think, uh, people, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the guy, yeah, the guy that was drugging all the chicks. Yeah, <laughs> but actually, Tim Cavanaugh, is, uh, if you've ever listened to the Dr. Demento show, which I know we all did. Oh, my God. That was, yeah, okay. Countless hits on that show. Okay. Um, and, and he's just a, a, a guitarist, a comedian, uh, endless great funny songs and I'm so glad that he's doing this he's uh, he's fantastic you always manage to work uh, a good deal of musical uh, material into your your, yeah, your Christmas it's, special it's, as Christmas specials should be yeah you know? like the old Andy Williams you yeah. know the you are brothers. hey 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 you what? are you are no Andy Williams Mike stop <laughs> let me, it let me tell you something buddy I worked with Andy Williams. You, sir, are no Andy Williams. Right, right. 
You ever work? Did you work with Andy Williams? You opened for him somewhere? No, I opened for Bobby oh. Vinton once. Really? Kind of close. That's a great story. Well, um, that's Chicago-y, right? It was uh, Maryville, Indiana. Oh, close enough. <laughs> he had he had a manager. This guy, this like rough-edged, kind of New Yorky tough guy, and Bobby Vinton was like really nice. So so the manager was like the bad cop, and. <laughs> He came out, and I was getting ready to go up on stage, and I had like a sport coat and a button-down shirt and dress pants, and they introduced me to the manager, and the manager gives me the up and down with his eyes, and he goes, you're going to wear a suit, right? <laughs> like, not hello, not anything. And I said, well, I was kind of just going to wear what I have on now, and he looks at me, pauses for like 10 seconds, and he goes, no F-word, no Polak jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? You think I'm going to go up and tell Polish jokes in front of Bobby Vinton's audience, which is pretty much in their 80s and above? Wow. Wow. That wow. Is, well, hey, thank, you know, thanks for the guidance yeah, and the instruction. It didn't yeah, hurt. was a super nice guy. Didn't hurt your career. You're doing okay. You're working at WGN now, Michael. Yes. That was just one of the steps along the way. Yes. Oh, well, that is... That is fantastic. And the show comes to Racine again uh, Thanksgiving weekend. You can catch the show at uh, Route 20. Again, what's the number? What's November the uh, 24th? website? Yeah. The number is 262 898 Call now. I would get my tickets early because the place is always packed. We always have a great crowd out yeah. there. And I'm really, really yeah. excited about something that we want to include you guys in this year. I'm oh. not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Surprise. All right. So, we, all right, so we, we're, we're coming. We, you, you, were, you were serious about we can come. Oh, absolutely. It's not one of those. Well, sure, you can come, and then we get off the one and go, don't you, you, if I see you. And then it, you guys show up yeah. the door, and we got a guy going, and you are. <laughs> well, no, you have muscle out there going, that's them. <laughs> I didn't think they'd show up. I didn't think those two had the, had the guts to show up here. Right. Yeah. Now I have to worry about every little thing I say ended up on the radio on Monday. <laughs> Hope because... I don't hear about this on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you still get that from time to time? Hey, uh, I don't want to hear about this up there on stage. Right. Oh yeah, or they'll say like, "Hey, put that on the news next week." Oh right, yeah, because you're at the, you're on TV yeah. now. Sure, yeah, that's that's changed a bit for you. Put that on the news next week. Yeah, <laughs> and where where exactly? Put that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Like don't this you? guy always told you this, like the guy that'll come up to you after your show and give you this vile joke, you know, this horribly disgusting off color joke. Uh-huh. You put that in your act. Where? <laughs> During your Bobby Vinton gig, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you were instructed, instructed, no Polak jokes, no F-bombs. So, all right. Uh, Michael, we're just about out of time. we got to get rolling here. But if you want to give out that information one more time, you'll be at Route 20 down at Racine. It's the uh, the Christmas program. There's uh, presents under the trees, uh, audience participation, wear your, uh, your Christmas sweaters. It's encouraged. And I also believe that Vern Cunningham will make uh, another appearance. All right. That is baby. fantastic. He, what? he has great. He always has a Christmas song for the show, and I believe he's uh, not going to let us down this year. What Very about, good. What about Kirk Rocker? Uh, you know what? We can reach out to him. I'm just I'm asking. I'm not trying to set up the show for you. I'm just curious who else might be on the bill. That's all, Mike. Let's, well, I'll reach out to Kirk. I know we've got Vern in the fold. 
but I'll reach out to Kirk Rocker and see what uh, what he's doing. All right, I may regret that because he can be a bit obnoxious. Remember? Yeah, I know he's like he's uh, he tells the truth and he, he's a loose cannon. <laughs> and he what he says. And he he might he may let the f bomb fly too, man. <laughs> he lets a lot of a bombs fly. I know that. Yeah, ass bombs. <laughs> All right, what's the number uh, for Route Twenty again? It is two six two eight nine eight seven nine hundred, or you can go to rte20.com. All right, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, you guys. All right. Look look forward to seeing you. Me too. I look forward to it as well. Mike Toomey, our comedian buddy.